Hello, hello. Welcome to the Drupal 7 End of Life podcast. I'm Mark Dorison. I am joined by Chris Free. Hello, hello, hello. Uh, we are here today. We're talking Drupal 7 End of Life as usual, but what are we specifically talking about? We're talking about the recent release of the Acquia Migrate Accelerate module. Let's start there. So, Chris, do you know anything about this? Or should I, mean, I, should I run it down? You can run it down. I mean, I know quite a bit about it, but I, you know, why don't you run it down? Okay. Personally, I think it's awesome that Acquia puts their name in the name of the module. I think we might start doing the, that same thing. Smart marketing, those folks at Acquia. Every, every module will have chromatic. <laughs> we, we, we got something to learn here. This we is... got to start maintaining more modules, but the few that we got, getting a rename coming from El Presidente Chris. Taking note, taking, <laughs> adding that to my to-do list. So... We've talked a lot in previous episodes about tools that are helping folks navigate the migration from Drupal 7 to modern Drupal, or even to other platforms, but in this case, to modern Drupal. We spoke with Matt Glamman about Retrofit, which is an amazing young tool that is helping folks by allowing them to run Drupal 7 code in their modern Drupal site as a way to you know, cross that bridge a little bit more quickly and get across. And we haven't talked too deeply about the migration side of it, the content and the data. And part of the reason is because, you know, the story has been pretty strong to begin with, even out of the box. Drupal's migrate tools, pretty fantastic. And we don't have a lot to complain about there, especially when compared to some of the challenges in other areas, like on the backend code side, you know, rewriting a ton against the different APIs or on the theme side, completely rewriting a theme to Twig. But that's not to say that there's not improvements that could be made. And, you know, I think that the Acquia Migrate Accelerate module, should we just call it Migrate Accelerate? Or Man, what a mouthful that is. Yeah. Or AMA. I don't know. That, well, I'm going to go. With, let's, let's see how Migrate Accelerate feels. What Migrate Accelerate has opened our eyes a bit on is you know, how those migration tools could be improved even further. You know, it comes with a friendly UI for developers and other stakeholders to have a more clear picture of what's going on with migrations, how many issues are outstanding. That's a better and more descriptive UI, not just in the, um, you know, the user interface on the, in the web browser, but also via Drush, uh, which is pretty cool. And one of the things that I was really impressed with on top of that is also the ability that it brings to make recommendations or suggestions mm -hmm. when issues are encountered. So the module ships with you know, quite a library of known issues, known migration issues, and recommended fixes or references at the very least for you to start digging on how to resolve, which I thought was was pretty great, pretty incredible. Yeah, and even patches too, if I if I understand things correctly, like it will, it is sort of a module or suite of modules that works in conjunction with current Drupal core and will analyze your Drupal 7 site that you're pointing it at, make recommendations and try to build migrations, look for patches for known modules or, or known issues, and even suggest those to your composer.json file, if I'm understanding correctly. So at a high level, it's really just like a, a little like assistant, you know, in the in the age of AI, it's this, I don't believe this is using an AI, but like, it is a, a little little helper bot on top of the traditional developer tools that you have with Drupal 
core, you know, migration modules. This is sort of like another level on top of that to aid with the setup, the configuration required, the visibility into the state of your migrations, which migrations need to be run, how much uh, of that content has been migrated, allowing you to preview before you actually run a migration, how things will look inside the new modern Drupal version of your site. So it's really a lot of extra bells and whistles built into the, the migrate suite of modules. I think it's interesting. Well, first of all, that's just awesome. So kudos to Acquia for trying to help with this yep. serious problem. Kudos to them for the way they've gone about it. It is not a secret that the pace of evolution inside of Drupal sometimes is slower than some of us want it to be. You know, there are some issues that are eight, nine, 10 years old. So I don't, I'm not surprised that they've sort of done this work, not in a fork, but they've done it outside of, of core and in now control. are making suggestions yeah. about how it might be integrated. So I, I'm, I personally appreciate the way they've gone about it. Maybe you could talk a little bit more about that. Well, I would just say that it, it's in some ways, it's no surprise that, you know, something like this with this level of depth and the recommendations would come from an Acquia uh, because they're dealing with so many different sites, but it still deserves recognition, I think, to say someone at some point within Acquia had to sit there and say, hey, we're encountering all these issues and maybe we're documenting them for our internal use or, you know, who knows, like on a wiki somewhere, like, hey, you ran into this, here's the solution or here's where to look or here. And someone at some point said, let's build this into a tool. Like, you know, let's store all these recommendations and display them in a way that anyone can install this module on their site and gain access to that. It's been a long time coming, I think. They've worked on this internally for years and only now are sharing it with the public in the contrib space. But the fact that it's here now is great. Like they, you know, there's nothing forcing them or anyone in releasing that. So I, th I think it's great that someone you know, however many years ago saw this need and said, there's something here, let's, let's chip away at this. And then obviously pushing forward to the point where let's get this release. It's always something to be applauded. Yeah. Serious applause to the folks at Acquia for doing it the way they did it. You know, they certainly could have kept it just for their own customers as a value add and a tool to maybe convert some sales, but they've released it now to the open source community and folks like us will get a chance to use it on our projects or with our clients and things like that. The blog posts that announce it, I think everyone should check out. We'll make sure that we link it in the show notes. Yep. Um, but it's really impressive, both from the perspective of a developer who might be handy with migrations, but also from the perspective of someone on the content team or the marketing team or um, your average site builder who's currently just has a Drupal 7 site and is, is a little bit overwhelmed with modern Drupal. The level of detail, the recommendations it makes, the way the UI updates um, sort of live like an actual application, which if I've done my homework correctly, it looks like they're using React to build more of some of that native experience that you expect out of a, an application in 2023. So yeah, kudos to them. It's, it's a, a triumph and uh, I can't wait for us to try it out. You know, when I look at all this, I, my mind always, you know, immediately goes to how could some of this make it into core? I you know, see all these improvements and great ideas and that many specifically apply to Drupal 7 to modern Drupal. And, and that's great. But I have to believe that there's some opportunity from 
some of the ideas in the UI and how the information is presented, you know, and what information is presented to end users feels like there could be an opportunity for some pieces of this, maybe, maybe not even directly make it into core, but serve as inspiration for what could be added to Drupal's core migration tools. So I'm hopeful and optimistic about, about that going forward. Yeah, I would love to see some of the things that you see in the announcement blog post from Wim Lears. I'd love to see those things make it into Drupal core. Some of the live previewing uh, of the migrations, how the destination data will look in your new site in particular, but also the fact that doing things in Drush, the interface inside of Drupal maintains in sync. I'm not sure if that's true in modern Drupal these days or not, but you know, back when I was writing migrations some years ago, it felt like one or the other, but even the, the CLI tool that they've made is really impressive looking in the demo. It looks like it's really smart and it's giving you a lot of information along the way and helping you make good choices and, and, you know, sort of leading you on a, a sort of a wizard like journey. I think it's really impressive. I think so. Some of the common thread for these tools that we're talking about migrate, accelerate and retrofit, it seems like, you know, the common path here is that you're spinning up a Drupal, now Drupal 10 site, a modern Drupal site, you're installing these tools there, whether it be Retrofit, whether it be Migrate Accelerate. And then you are either, in the case of Retrofit, moving some Drupal 7 code over into the, into the code base, or in the case of Migrate Accelerate, you're pointing it at a Drupal 7 site or database as the source for it to you know inspect. There's a theme building here of like, not Drupal theme building, but a, a commonality in, in the process here that we're noticing of how these tools are operating that I think is useful and interesting. Beyond that, my big takeaway is that these are all complicated pieces of the migration puzzle, the more general migration from Drupal 7 to modern mm -hmm. Drupal. And all these tools help you get closer. It doesn't solve it all. It's not a turnkey, you know, press a button and, you know, it, it has never been that, but it gets us steps closer. That's the theme that I'm noticing between retrofit here and migrate accelerate. And it feels like we're chipping away at what sometimes feels like an insurmountable task, an insurmountable mm -hmm. task of there's just so much to do. How do we make the case to, you know, that this is a worthwhile effort? you know, beyond the, well, there's not going to be security support. Like, yeah, but what else? This is a lot mm -hmm. of work. And all of these tools are helping to chip away, you know, and make it a little bit more palatable for the teams that are having to face this issue, which I love. Yeah. I think the big takeaway that I got from the announcement and in my own thinking about it is that although the actual features that the module provides are impressive and help you in some cases, get your migration done or get halfway there. I think the most impressive thing about it is the how it elevates the visibility of the problem set you're facing, and it helps you understand where are you stuck, where are the problems. Because if you're looking at it, maybe you've got a Drupal 7 site with a few hundred thousand pieces of content, and they're all different content types and dozens of modules, that feels insurmountable. Like, my gosh, how am I going to make sense of this? And this tool is another in the toolbox to help you understand, okay, well, how much effort is there here? And where are the actual problems? Oh, this is a PHP issue. This, this particular method has been deprecated. And so I need to rewrite this bit of custom code because Drupal 8 plus no longer has this, uh, this method or whatever coming from Drupal or from PHP 7 or what have you. The visibility that this brings to your development team, to your whole team, I think is, is really impressive and it can help you 
as someone who's constantly making the case for people to invest more money in their platforms, a lot of that is really just showing them the problems and what the outcomes might be. So this really helps with that first half. What are the problems that we're facing? Well, yeah, we've got to get to modern Drupal. Okay, but why? What are, what are the things underneath that that we need to do in our site that will unblock that? This sort of helps you get some momentum and understand, oh, okay, my custom code needs to be written. Or, oh, these, these contrib modules are no longer supported. I need to find relevant replacements. Or my data model in my Drupal 7 site needs some fixing before I move over. Another thing that this blog post sort of talks about, like yep. if you find that you've got data issues in, in your Drupal 7 site, fix it over in Drupal 7 and this tool will then lickety split migrate it all over. So it kind of helps you understand the problem set that you're facing versus just looking up the mountain and being overwhelmed. And as far as understanding the problem set, I, I hope also it feels to me like it also applies on the developer tool side, on the de developer side. These are all areas that for a long time were somewhat stagnant and things hadn't changed much as far as, you know, any revelations and migrations or any change as far as like, yeah, your Drupal 7 code has to be completely rewritten, retrofit changes the game for that a bit. I hope there's some excitement and interest around that and how can we push it even further? I see activity in the retrofit issue queue, which is super cool, you know, and hopefully there's going to be some interest around Migrate Accelerate and more people asking questions and making suggestions and figuring out how this can be pushed even further. And so it feels like an interesting moment these past few months of, you know, I don't know if it's just these things needed time to incubate, or if it is, you know, related to the uh, more firm and final date of Drupal 7's end of life, if people are responding to that, or maybe a combination of both, but it feels like a moment of, you know, flourishing for some of these tools that can really help folks still on Drupal 7. Yeah, no doubt about it. I think it's worth mentioning too, there is one caveat with Aquia Migrate Accelerate, which is it is helping you move to Drupal 9, not to Drupal 10. The blog post outlines why, and it sort of makes sense once you get in there. But the caveat is that you are not going directly to Drupal 10. With Drupal 9 being end of life in a couple of weeks in November, this tool helps you get to Drupal 9. But the leap from Drupal 9 to 10 is so insignificant that it's kind of a moot point, but it is something I think worth noting. So. Um, Take note of that and, and, and try to understand why before you embark on this. Yeah, I think right now it's probably not that big of a deal. You know, if you were starting with this today, you would install a 9.5 site and install Migrate Accelerate and then run these migrations, you know, get your data there, and then you would upgrade to Drupal 10. Might be a different story a year. From, and I, we should be clear, the, you know, this is in the FAQ in the blog post. Link will be in the show notes but it has to do with PHP 8 and the way you know Drupal 10 requires PHP 8 and a lot of changes would be needed to, to make that work. This might be a different story a year from now when Drupal 9 has long been end of life, which right now it, it's, it's still in security support for another few weeks at least, but it might be a bit of a different story when you're looking to, to start and um, you know Drupal 10 has progressed further with more minor releases. I don't know where we'll be. 10.2 will definitely be out. I don't know if 10.3 will be out a year from now, but you know, things could change on the migrate accelerate, you know, module mm -hmm. side as well. So we'll probably need to check in on that, 
you know, right now there's still, a, you know, a definite path forward, you know, if you're looking to use this module. Yeah. So the takeaway is there's exciting, more exciting things happening in the Drupal 7 migration space. We've got Acquia Migrate Accelerate, a mouthful nonetheless, but also retrofit. So there's a lot happening that is helping the community sort of get off this island. So, that you know, we're, we're here for it. We're glad to love to see it. We'd love to see it. So if you are one of the folks still on Drupal 7, if you have one or more sites still on Drupal 7 and you're trying to figure out where to start, Chromatic is offering a free working session to sit down with you and map out some of the risk factors and start to plan what it will take to get off of Drupal 7 to, to modern Drupal. That link will be in the show notes as well. So sign up for that if you're interested. Any closing thoughts, Chris? I would just say the folks that have taken us up on that offer, I think are shocked and surprised. No strings attached, totally free. We'll take a look. We'll give you all our smart brain power to help you make some recommendations and understand your level of risk or your problem set. You know, if you've got a handful of sites, same deal. It's free. Just we'll ho just holler at us and we will give you our brain power. That's it for today. See you That's next it. time. See you, Mark. <laughs>